Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, a show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Sean, how are you doing today? And can you give us a roundup of what we'll talk about today? I'm doing well, and yes, I can. We're going to talk about a leadership change at Glucotrack, Haymanetics bringing its vascular closure device outside the U.S., FDA clearance for an infusion pump and software platform from ICU Medical, a partnership between Polyvascular and CobiCure for pediatric heart valves, and Biotronic implanting its first next-gen pacemaker in the U.S. So what's the first thing that we should know for today? Yeah, Glucotrack, an implantable CGM maker, has named a new VP of marketing and someone with a track record in both diabetes and specifically implantable CGM, so it seems like a good get. So who is coming on as the VP of marketing and what is some of their career history that supports this appointment? Drinda Benjamin is the new VP of marketing and she's got a ton of experience specifically in diabetes, including in product development, strategic marketing, and more in the diabetes space. That includes work with blood glucose monitoring, continuous glucose monitoring or CGM, insulin delivery, and closed loop systems. So most recently, she worked at Intuity Medical, developing and executing commercial strategies for a blood glucose monitoring system. But before that, she led the business development, partnership strategy, and closed loop system programs for Sensionics, which is an implantable CGM maker. And she's also had stints in the diabetes units at Abbott and Medtronic. So she obviously has this rich history in diabetes. What are executives saying? Paul Good, the CEO of Glucotrack, obviously very excited about bringing Benjamin to the company, said that she brings a wealth of firsthand experience in product and strategic development within the diabetes space, particularly with spot measurement, blood glucose monitoring, and implantable CGM. So plenty of stuff to build on, I think, for her as she joins Glucotrack. What's the next thing that we should know for today? Haymanetics has brought its vascular closure device to Europe. So obviously a big commercial milestone for the company. And what is this device? Haymanetics developed its Vascade MVP. It's a vascular closure device. It developed it for mid-bore multi-axis femoral venous closure, generally in electrophysiology procedures. It's got CE mark approval to treat patients who've undergone catheter-based procedures with single or multiple access sites in one or both limbs and include proprietary collapsible disc technology and a resorbable collagen patch to achieve hemostasis. So how does it work? The company says that the device works by saving time for hospital staff and helping patients reach hemostasis faster. And it also has a design that leads to fewer complications on average compared to manual compression. What's next for Hemonetics? The company plans for further expansion for its Vascade portfolio and other markets outside the U.S. So by bringing it to Europe, the first country it hit was Germany. It also released its Vascade systems in Italy. It also began distributing Vascade MVP in Japan with a full launch slated for later this year. So Stuart Strong, the president of Global Hospital Haymanetics, said that international commercialization represents an exciting milestone for the vascular closure business, reinforcing its industry leadership in improving hospital operations and raising standards of care for patients. The company looks forward to continuing to expand its presence in global interventional cardiology and electrophysiology markets to meet the ongoing needs of physicians throughout the world. Now let's move on to some infusion pump news. Yeah, the FDA cleared a new pump and software platform from ICU Medical. So one of the leaders in infusion tech has another offering set to hit the U.S. market. 
with the Plum Duo pump and Life Shield software. And what is the Plum Duo and Life Shield? Plum Duo, the latest addition to the ICU Medical Infusion Device portfolio, builds on this unique cassette technology included in the previous Plum 360 system. It's got a large color touchscreen with highly intuitive user interface, two channels as well, so the system can deliver up to four compatible IV medications. Now, the LifeShield Infusion Safety software is a unified cloud-based suite that provides advanced new tools for comprehensive drug library management. And ICU Medical says that it fosters collaboration by enabling clinicians to access, process, and quickly share infusion information. What are some of its additional features? So in addition to the large screen and two-channel system, the pump has those cassettes with clave needle-free connectors designed to reduce infection risks. It also includes interoperability and an inline air trap to help maintain a closed system, reducing air inline alarms. It's also got a scalable cloud-based IV informatics solution and a simplified drug library. And what did the company design it for? The company designed the new pump and software to help improve safety, accuracy, and efficiency in IV medication administration. And with this sort of ecosystem that is built, it can support the company's roadmap of future best-of-breed IV pumps. So it's clearly building sort of platform technology to continue to improve upon. Now let's move on to some pediatric news. Yeah, Polyvascular and Cobicure partnered on non-surgical pediatric heart valves. We've seen a lot of sort of research progress on pediatric heart valves, but it's good to see an example of a company that's sort of progressing commercially with it. What do Cobicure and Polyvascular do as individual companies? So Cobicure is a nonprofit pediatric initiative company. They, you know, invest in and help these companies that are building these products. Now Polyvascular develops a first of its kind heart valve. Non-surgical could treat young children suffering from congenital heart disease. So companies have combined to provide strategic support and resources in addition to $2 million in funding from Cobicure. And what do the companies hope to achieve in this partnership? The initiative aims to further advance the development of the novel polymer heart valve toward human clinical readiness. Companies hope to accelerate potentially life-saving technology for those children born with congenital heart defects. And there's obviously a huge demand for pediatric heart valves. When it comes to pediatric devices, it is a very underserved market, which we've covered extensively on medical design and outsourcing and mass device before. So What kind of resources and funding do these companies have? Yeah, so in addition to the $2 million provided by Cobicure, Polyvascular has secured $3.5 million in grants uh, over the past from sources including the National Institutes of Health, Small Business Innovation Research, SBIR. So plenty of sort of support, I think, for this relatively new startup. It's almost 10 years old. It was actually included in MDO's uh, medical device startups to look out for a few years ago. So it's a company that we've had our eye on and they're clearly making some progress. And now what's the last thing that we should know for today? Biotronic announced the first U.S. implant of its next-gen pacemaker. The Ambia Edge is now in use in the U.S. following its FDA clearance last month. And what is Amnia Edge designed for? It was designed as the market's smallest single-chamber MR conditional pacemaker offering a set of patient-centric solutions coupled with automated workflow efficiency to provide cardiac resynchronization therapy. What kind of benefits does it offer? 
looks like the biggest benefit is something called MRI Guard 24-7, which allows the clinic to substantially reduce the time of burden of device management for MRI scans. Obviously, MRI scans and pacemaker compatibility have been a big issue in the past, so it automatically recognizes when the patient enters an MRI field, then converts the device to an MRI-specific mode, then automatically returns to its permanent programming following the scan's completion to eliminate pre- or post-scanning programming needs. It's also got something called Early Check, which is a workflow simplification tool that automates pre-discharge checks, adding further sort of efficiency to the workflows. What do doctors think? Dr. Raul Weiss completed the first procedure in the U.S. at Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami. He said that he was very pleased to have been part of the first implant. The procedure went well, and he's excited about the benefits of the device. The ability to eliminate device scans before and after an MRI procedure, he said, is a much-needed advancement, and he looks forward to seeing how these types of technologies streamline workflows in the future. And that marks the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks, Sean. We had a lot of interesting and new innovations that are going to hit the market soon. So thanks for coming on. No problem. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank you.